Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. The week of September 6th through September 11th, 2022, opens with the moon moving through the two Saturn-ruled signs of Capricorn and Aquarius. Mercury stations retrograde, so get ready for delays, miscommunications, technology issues, and just general annoyances. The full moon in Pisces occurs and connects with Uranus retrograde in the sign of Taurus. This is a moment of fantasy and the unexpected, where we seem to be lost in a wonderland after being too logical and literal with everything. The moon then moves into Aries and almost immediately joins Jupiter, then moves to oppose Mercury retrograde. We want to have fun, but something is delaying that from happening. The themes for this week are responsibility, delays, and teleporting into Wonderland. Responsibility knocks, and if we answer in a timely manner, we have an opportunity to have fun at the end of the week. Delays and general annoyances are going to happen. Stay patient and calm. At the end of the week, the full moon celebration continues with big and grand events. Try not to get too caught up with the festivities of life and remember when the party is over. Hello, everyone. Welcome. If it's your first time, and welcome back. Um, I'm going to be transitioning into a Sunday release date. Uh, Right now, I have a Tuesday release date. And then my outlooks are going to be Monday through Sunday. So this week, it's like that transition period. So it might look a little bit funky as far as the days that I'm covering. Um, but it's just, it's, it will get better after this. We just got to get through this like rough little transition period. So let's get into it. September 6th through September 8th, we have the moon and Saturn, the Saturn ruled signs of Capricorn and Aquarius. And let's not forget that the moon is not super comfortable or familiar being in Capricorn. Um, it is the sign furthest away from its home sign of Cancer. So we have to like remember that when we're when we're thinking about the moon in Capricorn, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just might mean that um, you know the body might feel a little bit weird, or like the emotional, or your home might feel a little bit weird or strange something like that. And um, I feel like with the moon in Aquarius, it's, it's, it's somewhat neutral, but we do have to still remember that it's a Saturn ruled sign. And the luminaries, by what I mean, is the sun and the moon oppose Saturn ruled signs. So like, there's still that dynamic of like, me, you know, I don't really know what's going on type of thing when the moon's in when the moon's in Aquarius. Um, I'm an Aquarius moon. And uh, I can attest that People have told me that I am somewhat cold or somber or serious, or I just don't express my emotions as normal people do type of thing, or that when I feel upset or when I feel overwhelmed or needing to process something, I kind of want my space and my distance and I, um, I isolate a little bit. So that's what we have to remember about this, um, moon and Saturn ruled signs. So Like I was saying, you might feel a little bit detached or kind of so- somber or like a sobering feeling um, throughout these days. Um, you know, maybe you have increased responsibility from the 6th to the 8th. I know that I will. Um, that's just kind of how my world is lining up. Uh, the 6th through the 8th, I have to 
get my butt in gear to go. Um, I'm taking my family on a trip. We're taking the dogs. Uh, it's for a wedding. So I have to be packing the kids and the dogs and getting everything ready for that. So the sixth through the eighth, um, you know, you might feel like this increased responsibility or this increased feeling of restriction when it comes to just the circumstances of the day, the day to day. Um, and it just, you know, it just kind of has a serious tone for these days. Um, nothing to be like overwhelmed or nervous about, but it just might feel a little bit more serious. All right. On September 9th, we have Mercury finally officially stationing retrograde in the sign of Libra. We do have to remember that up until this point on September 9th, Mercury has been going through the degrees of Libra and Virgo that it's going to pass back over. So this is called the shadow phase. So it's like this, the kickoff of Mercury retrograde and leading up to September 9th. Um, so basically like the start of this week, this, this uh, September 6th, Mercury is like pretty much stopped in the sky, which means it appears to not be moving much at all. Um, it's really, really slowing down and creeping. So Mercury stations retrograde in the sign of Libra on September 9th, right before midnight. So realistically, September 10th is when Mercury retrograde is officially kicked off. And it's still within that three degree range of opposing Jupiter retrograde in Aries. So that's going to be a major tone for this retrograde period. Um, remember what I was talking about last week, where it's like, a fair exchange of things, things not feeling fair, people, people being loud, people having to express their opinions. Um, things just seem like, you know, like others are kind of forceful with what they're trying to say, um, stuff like that. Um, so if you want, go back and listen to last week's episode when I talk about that Mercury oppose Jupiter and kind of factor that in with this retrograde because that's going to be an overall arching theme for the beginning part of the retrograde phase. Um, so Mercury stations retrograde in the Venus ruled sign of Libra. So we will have to look at the conditions that Venus is currently in right now to get a better understanding of what Mercury is doing. And right now we have Venus in the sign of Virgo, which it's not comfortable in. It's said to be in its um, exile, which is its furthest, excuse me, not exile. It's in, said to be in its fall, which is its furthest sign away from its exaltation sign of Pisces. So yes, that sounds terrible. Um, if you're not familiar with astrology lingo, there, it's nothing to be afraid of. If you have this place natally, it just means that um, Venus is moving through a sign that it's not 100% sure how to act. It's like Virgo is things like analyzing systems and data and processes. And Venus is things like um, romance and beauty and like art and like appreciating the beauty of things that aren't perfect and finding some sort of harmony within systems that um, we're operating in. And Virgo is like this nitpicking. No, I shouldn't say nitpicking. Virgo is this dissecting nature of 
wanting to analyze the parts and pieces of things and figure out, figure out, you know, differences and similarities and organize things in that way. It's also the time of year that we are in between seasons where in the Northern hemisphere, where it's not yet summer and it's, or it's not no longer summer and it's no, and it's not yet fall. So we're in between this, this, this limbo place and, and um, Venus kind of like, likes to just feel that harmony and that unity of, of feeling a part of something. But Virgo at the same time, it's like, I'm not summer, but I'm not fall. So it's like, I'm my own thing. And I'm, and I'm a little bit of both type of thing. So for the beginning phases, what I'm trying to say basically is the beginning phases of Mercury retrograde might feel really chaotic or just things are just going wrong. I know with me, I've had, had cell phone reception, which is very unlike my area. Like I always have cell phone reception. My internet's been acting crazy. My text messages have been delayed. Um, I just like it, like things just feel a little bit chaotic when I just kind of want peace and harmony and to kind of just go about my day and everything be pleasant. Um, but sometimes that's, that's how things go. So, um, beginning, beginning of Mercury retrograde, you might feel really chaotic and really crazy. Um, just because of the conditions that we're under right now for the astrology. On the ninth, we also still do have the moon in Pisces. <clears throat> it's building up to the fall. We still have the moon in Pisces. We are moving into the moon with Pisces. And um, so it's building up to the full moon on September 9th. Um, you know, you might feel a little bit lost in the fog. Hello, Mercury retrograde. Hello, moon in Pisces. <laughs> um, I just see the ninth being as like, an extra cloudy day, you know, lost your train of thought, forgetting, or just feeling lost or go like going about your day. Um, things just might seem a little bit stranger or just out of the normal. Um, you know, like, like things just, maybe it's like one of those things where it's like spiritual or divine signs come to you and you're like, whoa, that just seems crazy or just coincidences happen, angel numbers, um, you know, animals come, animals talking to you through uh, symbolism and stuff like that. It just seems like a kind of like out of this world, out of reality day. It's building up to this full moon. This full moon is, I don't know, it's just something about this full moon just feels really, really cool to me. So on the ninth, lost in the fog, things seem strange. Things seem like just like it's somewhat of a fantasy land, or just like some some sort of sense of like, is this reality type of thing? <clears throat> um, September tenth, full moon in Pisces. Um, in the full moon will be sextile Uranus and Taurus and the North Node. So we have to factor those in. If you would like to sign up for my full moon email subscription. This is my last one that I am doing by donation. Um, afterwards, I'm going to be transitioning to a legitimate subscription where you're paying monthly for my new moon and full moon email subscription. So it's like every two weeks you get an email um, 
and I do rising sign horoscopes as well too. So these subscriptions take me a long time to write. Um, I put a lot of work into them. I've been doing them for half over half a year and now I'm ready to like kind of transition my astrology over to a much more community-based thing where we're building community together. So I'm doing some sort of subscription with tiers, stuff like that. So if you would like to sign up for the subscription, um, this is the last one that's by donation. So go to my website, sign up. If you like what you see, you can, you know, I'll be sending out an email when I get my whole entire thing and you can sign up for my stuff Um, and support me because I, I spent a lot of time on this and the podcast is free and it's a lot of work. (laughs) So that's my spiel getting back into the full moon in Pisces. I'm saying expect the unexpected. Um, things just seem strange or like a fantasy land on this day. Life doesn't seem real. Like there are rose colored glasses on. Um, not everything is perfect, but it's like you're living in some sort of story and like the circumstances just seem divine almost where it just seems like a fantasy world. Um, you know, I could see it as a catalyst to break out of what feels logical or predictable. There's like this feeling of needing to rebel against something that just seems nonsensical where it's like you had thought of it as a reality or your reality or someone else's reality and you're suddenly realizing like no this is not this is this is crazy like why are we living like this what why are we living through this why are we playing into this type of thing you know full moons are a breaking or a a releasing point it's excuse me it's when the moon is is at its biggest and brightest um it's the point of shining or reflecting the most light from the sun. So it's this big releasing point um, for things that have been building up since the new moon. Um, You know, once again, the mind just seems really foggy or unclear of everything, almost like this is that point of you've been lost in the fog or you've been kind of disassociating and all of a sudden you've, you've had this, I've had it moment and it's the breaking point. And it's this, this need to kind of rebel against quote unquote logic and quote unquote, um, what's reality almost. It might even feel like your goals are based too much in fantasy. Maybe your, your new moon in Virgo intentions were like just crazy unrealistic to obtain. And the events or circumstances you have been given make you feel like you're drowning and frantically trying to swim to shore so just be aware that it might feel really overwhelming we have mercury stationing retrograde we have the sun in a mercury ruled sign and we have the moon in the exaltation sign of venus and we have venus and not a place of comfort so it's like things just seem super overwhelming on this day it's like can I do this? Is this even possible? Like maybe I was like being too crazy or it could be even the opposite where you're like being too like not optimistic, but too lost in your own fantasy to like fully see that, you know, you can't 
buy a pig that flies that you like you can tell yourself that you can but in all reality you can't type of thing so it's it's we need to remember that like it could be one extreme or another or a blending of the both when it comes to the significations of astrology it's like it can be one extreme where you're realizing your reality like you're realizing your goals are not realistic or you're too lost in that fantasy of obtaining those goals where you have no sense of reality um so when I think of this full moon like thinking of an archetype and like the best way to describe it to most people um around my age a little bit older too um I like to think of the movie Romeo and Juliet from the 90s um when I look at this full moon it's beautiful it's over the top it's taking you away from reality you're getting lost in this like fantasy love story where everything's perfect but yet they're ignoring like it's like this um forbidden love or this this forbidden unity that these two people have where they're disregarding like what is reality and they're just going off of heart and it's like just the like (laughs) I was writing my email subscription for this full moon and I was like just all of a sudden thought of Romeo and Juliet I'm like oh my gosh that's like the perfect example of like the energy the overall arching energy of this full moon so uh if you haven't seen that with Claire Danes and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio please go watch it on the full moon because oh man I I feel like it's just a perfect archetype for the energy of this day um so go watch it like the colors are vivid there's unexpected like just the cinematography is of the movie as well um I think is a really good description of the full moon with that Uranus and Taurus energy. Um, so go watch it. Nice time to like just chill out and get lost in something. Um, on the full moon, you might even really feel super, super drained. So it's like a perfect example to just kind of put a movie on and chill out. Um, it just feels really, really tiring and draining. And like, man, maybe I took on too much or man, maybe I'm too, being too logical or maybe I'm being too uh, based in fiction, something like that. So <clears throat> moving on, September 11th, last uh, transit for the week. The moon moves into Aries and then immediately conjoins Jupiter retrograde in the sign of Aries. So high energy, big events, or just a lot of general excitement going on. Um, you know, it could be like you're wanting to have a lot of social engagement or just exciting, fast paced things to happen to kind of stimulate the mind. Um, it just seems like there's a lot on the 11th going on. Like there's just like a high tension of energy in the air. Um, you could also feel like just a feeling of big love, intensely devotional to something that you are passionate about. Like the, when I say the big love, it doesn't have to be like big love for a partner or big love for a person it could just be big love for something you are super passionate about and you could be like forcefully or fiercely and in passionate about this on that day uh kids will probably be super high energy and argumentative and somewhat hot-headed 
overwhelmed or cranky on the 11th. Um, maybe we had a big weekend and like they've just had too much. Something to remember. <laughs> I always try to throw the kids stuff in because I feel like it's it helps a lot to have like an awareness of um, what's happening. Like a perfect example is my daughter had started school. So like she's going to school full time. And my son who's younger has to stay home with me because he hasn't started preschool yet. And, you know, he's excited to see his sister at the end of the day. So he kind of tells her what's going on. And it was on September 2nd when we had that first Jupiter-Mercury opposition. And I had said something about like things just seem unfair or like someone's getting the short end of the stick or like, you know, like not an equal exchange. And my daughter was just talking about how unfair it was that ever got to do these things during that day. And like, she missed out on it and she wanted to do that. And so it was like just a perfect example of like the kids being affected by the astrology in the simplest of ways. It's like, I'm dealing with this like constant, like back and forth of like, okay, I need to make things equal for my children. And, you know, it's not always like that with having two kids. Sometimes they're like, okay, cool, whatever. I got to do this, this other thing and I don't even care about especially for this next coming weeks, we still have that Mercury Jupiter opposition. So we have to remember to keep things fair and kids might be like, kids might feel that even more um, of like things just not being fair or they're getting the short end of the stick or like they're needing to express themselves loudly to state how they feel and to state that like things aren't equal, an equal exchange right now. So back to the 11th, I'm sorry, I'm getting lost in <clears throat> what's going on. Um, so right after the moon conjoins Jupiter, it opposes Mercury retrograde and Libra. So like this, this, this <clears throat> Aries Libra axis is going to be heavy hitter for the next like week or two, because we have Mercury moving retrograde, we have Jupiter there. Um, you know, we're having the sun getting ready to move in. So the, the Aries Libra axis is going to be a heavy hitter and um, we're going to be dealing with it. So, so uh, with that, with that, where was I going with the moon opposing that Mercury retrograde? Uh, this could cause gossip or quick talk about something negatively. Um, so be mindful about that. Um, people could just be a much more gossipy or just like, uh, much more impulsive to say things. Um, it could also be prone to overstimulation. Things just move too quick to process where like, once again, it feels like that extra foggy or that extra overwhelm. This is a week of like, just general like overwhelm or overstimulation or just like fogginess almost where you just seem to be a little bit lost. Um, and with that moon opposed Mercury, it could, like I was saying with that, like gossip, it could also lead to like judgment or quick to an analyze others without like fully um, hearing the other side of things. Um, it seems like for the next couple, like the next week or two, it seems like there's this overall arching theme of fairness and like, you know, what's, what's right and what's wrong almost. So that you know, if you haven't listened to my last week's episode, go listen to it because I feel like I explained it much better then. Um, so on the 11th, I see this day starting off as fun and 
exciting with that moon Jupiter connection. Then the energy shifts a little bit, causing the sense of needing to judge or react to something that is like, quote unquote, harshing your mellow. Um, you know, it's like the girls just want to have fun and just let them have fun. And now it's like the girls are getting a little bit too chatty, Kathy, or too gossipy. Um, you know, something happening is causing a disturbance for that fun. Um, you know, maybe it's like something as simple as like a friend is late to show up because you're supposed to like meet with them and that's like making you upset or there's a wait at the restaurant or traffic gets in your way or like you spill something on your favorite shirt that you want to wear. Like there's something happening on the 11th that it's really fun and exciting. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, the party's over because, you know, something overwhelm is happening or something Mercury retrograde is happening. So. <clears throat> That's just something to be aware of on the 11th. This week just seems really overwhelming a little bit. Um, it seems, once again, that feeling of fairness, that feeling of, like, you know, staying patient because of the retrograde, um, not getting too hot-headed because of that, that Aries energy going on. Um, so that's what I have for this week. I will see you guys on my new release date of Sunday where I go over the astrology of Monday through Sunday. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I hope you all stay cool, calm, and level-headed. All right, bye.